because Wendy's got a lot of really great business <laughs> ideas that we know we'll forget immediately if we don't record them. We'll still forget them, but you guys can remind us of what right. they were. <laughs> That's the only reason we do this podcast is so that we can <laughs> say stuff that you guys can tell us about later. Right. And you guys are doing a great job. Shout out to Josh. Follow him on Instagram. I just, he does the, he, like a lot of other podcasts are like, we need video and audio clips. Look, your moms are cool. We're cool moms. We don't give a fuck. And, Thank God we have you guys because Josh, he may, he he's like, I'll pull audio clips that I think are funny. And we're like, great. So follow that account at PFG Sounds on Instagram. <laughs> and it's what's great about it is you don't have to listen to a whole episode. Right. That's really that's the great reason. You just once a week he posts a little like 20 second clip of the episode. That's all you need. Yeah. But really, I guarantee you it's the best part of the episode. Right. And you know what? And Josh just had his birthday. So happy belated birthday, Josh. Josh, for your birthday, we have a task for you. Listen. <laughs> for your birthday, we got you homework. <laughs> oh, what, I know you pull, he pulls like funny clips. Um, Josh, if you could go back in the archives or anyone else, feel free. All of our business ideas, if you want to make audio clips of those and send them not to us, but directly to Mark Cuban and Mr. Wonderful at Shark Tank, that would be super. That's what I think we need somebody to do. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we need because we have so many good ideas. Yeah, but dude, so we pre-talked. We're learning that, look, we pre-talked shit and then we were starting to be funny and we were, well, I don't know funny, but well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Calm down. We started. Don't get too excited. We started not talking shit about somebody. <laughs> oh, Jesus and we're like, Christ. quit, can't record. <laughs> this is something we can air <laughs> before we start talking shit again. Make sure we're recording while we're doing that. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Um, I'm all riled up. Yeah, I'm jacked up because I can't believe I didn't tell you about this lot. So this is what your moms were talking about right before we started recording. There's a lot in Soulart. It's a big fucking lot for like $35,000. And I was like, we could just buy that and just do like weird shit on the property every day and easily make the money back. Like, okay, there's, first of all, <laughs> there's <laughs> lots everywhere for like <laughs> that or far less. We could get a lot with a house on it. Is it falling down? Maybe. But we could get, a, like, with a structure for, like, 15, 20 grand. There's that house down the street from me. Not the directly behind us. Not the Weishi house. But there's a house further down the street that I think's like, 18. Does it have walls? No. Do you need walls? Not during summer. Right. It, it really depends on what's your business. You know what I mean? Because if it's if they're breaking down, because like I said, we don't have any specific ideas. We're just going to get a piece of property and just do stuff and make money. That was. Yeah, this is a great place. Yeah, again, somebody fucking get this to Mark Cuban, please, because these ideas uh, are really fleshed out. What, well, so what's your plan? We're going to buy this property. 
awesome, great. Real estate is a really smart investment. So what do you do from there? Are you going to like flip it? No, 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 no. We're just going to like do stuff in the property. Uh, like, like throw parties or event, have it as an event space. Oh uh, no, just probably hang out there. <laughs> <laughs> they, if we bought the lot, we could just put a tent on that yard and just do whatever. And they can't, what? <laughs> <laughs> they can't do anything to us. Well, no. Yeah. That's like how <laughs> fucking down the street, there's that lot that has an old like box truck that someone put a door in and steps up to the back of it and it's a house. Yeah. Like we could do that. <laughs> I don't know if we should do that, but we could do that. You know what we could do? And I know we're like being joking, but I'm being serious now. So if we get a house with like walls falling down, with like partial walls, similar to the Weishi house, like I like that look. Do you remember the video? Oh, it's a great look. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the, bid- the video? Video? <laughs> Here we go. Um, it was a music video, Paula Abdul. What's that fucking video where it's like... With the cat? Not with the cat where they're like dancing around on like rails and things like that. I only know straight up, now tell me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's straight up, that's straight up, now tell me. That's that video. Because the dancing cat, that's the one you're thinking, ah, two steps forward, two yeah. steps back. That's opposites attract. I love that you didn't sing the opposite track part. <laughs> <laughs> that explains both the song. Everyone would immediately know what song it was and also the title of it. But you were, you were like, no, the two steps forward song. People are like, what the fuck? Yeah, two steps forward up into my box truck house. Yeah. <laughs> And then they get out, you do two steps back. Right. Because you can't physically turn. It's so small. You can't physically turn around. You can't oh, no. make a 180 degree turn. You take two steps forward, two steps back. And then, um, Cold Hearted Snake. That's the video where they're like dancing around and doing and like we can do kind of because they're doing live Broadway in New York. They're just doing shit on the street. So we can do kind of a weird combination of like Cold Hearted Snake. Abdul reenactment videos. Yes. <laughs> Like Civil War reenactment. It's 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 uh, nostalgia. It's eighties, nineties. Nineties is like in. That's true. You're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. <laughs> so do you guys do like you do just like tons of different uh, like reenactment of, of videos from like the eighties and nineties? Nope, just Paula Abdul. Yep, cold hearted. Did snake. she have a whole lot of videos? I don't think she had that many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. We do three Paula Abdul videos. <laughs> It's a nine-minute show. <laughs> and it will be good because for the Two Steps Forward song, which everyone famously knows it by that name, we can employ <laughs> our pets. We can just trade. You know what I mean? We can have Lou one time, Sebastian for the next show. Because I'm sure there are labor laws. You can't work animals that much. Oh, def- yeah. There's definitely, <laughs> in St. Louis, <laughs> animal labor laws. <laughs> definitely. Oh, oh, man. man, I'm spent. Well, guys, it's been a good episode. <laughs> I'm just I'm really exhausted after that. Yeah. Well, we have to go work. We have to go do real work now, which is yeah. intricately plan out our new Paul Abdul themed <laughs> animal abuse show. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was pretty hot. Yeah, I do feel, I feel good about this episode. We can wrap this shit up. You guys, we started, it is, I don't know if you guys know this, we're recording at five o'clock in the morning. 
Hey, I was up at five o'clock in the morning. I went to bed so early last night. It was great. Oh, that's I'm nice. bed at like seven o'clock. Oh, that's the nice thing about getting dark early, you guys. Yeah. You can just go to bed. <laughs> is this depression or is it? <laughs> oh, it's depression. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> no, I'm just really getting a lot of sleep. Oh, like eight hours, like 12, 15. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so good. Yeah, it's really For the nice. the first that- 20 minutes, I'm awake, and then I go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, I realize, I just, you know, you've learned, learned, like, how your body works with things and, like, people's circadian rhythm. Turns out, for me, the sunlight um, reminds me that I'm alive, and that makes me really deeply sad. So what I started doing is I, I, our bedroom's in the basement, but I dug a hole even deeper. So I sleep in a little space under the bed, and, you know, I got to tell you, I've never felt better. <laughs> and I'm in here. All day. Right. <laughs> all day, all night. It's great. I'm barely eating. I'm looking good. Right. And and by I feel better, I mean nothing. I feel nothing. I'm just, I'm depriving Ugh. all of my senses. What a dream. <laughs> what a dream to feel nothing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, guys, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> you're, you're listening to this the day before Thanksgiving. I'm sure like the rest of the country, you're... You know, getting all the stuff cooked for your big event, the big gathering, big Friendsgiving, big family Thanksgiving, maybe a combo of the two. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I've kept forge- I keep forgetting it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to go get, I guess, because I'm trying to, because the COVID test, so I found out. So again, where everyone's you, big, you got to, you're cooking for how many people tomorrow or Thursday? Oh, I forgot about podcast magic. Oh. Tomorrow, no. <laughs> whatever. Fucking time's a flat circle, guys. Don't worry about it. It's after Thanksgiving. You could be listening to this in three years on a sunny September day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, pies. Yeah. Well, you are like we have like twenty five orders. That's great. Yeah, it's great. It's not nearly as much as last year, but I knew that was. It's weird. We don't have as many orders for a holiday that's typically spent with lots of people we we got absolutely zero orders for office parties so i mean i don't know what we did wrong last year huh we had tons of orders it's very strange you know that's why the economy's in trouble because these lazy motherfuckers you know what i mean it's like gee i wonder where the economy's in i don't know because no one's going to work everyone's just like not at their job yeah get to your job dummies (laughs) jesus yeah, so I'm just, you know, going to go work today for like 10 hours, get back in bed, hopefully by, by six. That's what I, my goal is an hour earlier every day. To, I want to get to the point where I wake up at five and go back to bed at 5.15. Oh, my God. That really is one of my favorite things about waking up early is going right back to sleep. When you wake up like a little bit before your alarm, you wake up and you're like, oh, God, I like to pee. And then I'll look at the clock and it's like 4.30 and I'm like, fuck, yes. And I get so excited to lay back down. See, I just wake up. Teach me your ways of going back to sleep. No, I need you to teach me your ways of waking up because uh, as you have witnessed, I will need to wake up for something. And if I'm tired, my I will have multiple alarms going off and a cat attacking my face. And if my body's tired, I'm like, Nope. And I just sleep through everything until I feel like I want to speak. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. I'm just so tired. You're like, I'm just so jacked up. (laughs) 
Oh, I am shocked up. I woke up. I woke up. <sighs> it's good to know. You know, sometimes you're like, I'm sorry, I'm just out of it because I haven't been sleeping well or I've been drinking too much. <laughs> so my brain's just not really working. I haven't been working out. It's great when you do all those things, all the right things. And you're still a fucking idiot. <laughs> that's really, that's when you're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no saving this. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I woke up early, turned on Fox News. So, you know, got all of my <laughs> important information I need for the day. What's happening? Because I have not been watching the news. Even when I was in New York, I the TV, my part of me was like, of course, I only watch one channel, CNBC. Um, and... <laughs> I watched it in the morning. I was like, oh, I miss you guys. But I haven't been watching the news at all or even paying attention. I haven't even been going to FoxNews.com to watch clips. So what's happening? What's the latest and greatest? Fox News, um, they did it last night. Watched, did my back and forth for a minute. And then what I like doing, because at night, like, I'll put on news for a minute and I'll do my flip back and forth, my airplane move. Uh, But in the morning, I like just having my coffee and just putting Fox News on to get real riled up, (laughs) just get real mad. Uh, And they had it last night and then they had it this morning. Apparently, so Trump's not conceding, but like his basically is like all the Republicans are like, okay, well, but like this is happening. So you can still like throw a baby fit, but like we need to start like the transition process. So the country doesn't fucking crumble. Which, spoiler, too late. Um, But Fox News is just having... Because they're not talking about this anymore. Because all the lawsuits have been thrown out. Um, it's the, There's nothing to fight. Like, it's ridiculous. So they can't... They literally can't talk about it. Because <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. Other than, like, oh, the lawsuits are being thrown out. Except for uh, his two boys... Hannity and and Tucker they're still talking about stuff but so what they're doing uh is just having uh African-American scholars on (laughs) talking about how dangerous liberal cities are I swear to god it was last night when we added on for whatever five or ten minutes because that's the other reason I watch it first thing in the morning because Preston can't fuck with it he cannot watch it (laughs) he gets so pissed um so in the morning it's like my chill time to (laughs) to watch fox news and get silently angry yeah so they're just having fucking it was three different black dudes two last night and one this morning that are just talking about how dangerous seattle's just anarchy chicago uh, there was 50 shootings in Chicago over the weekend. Crime shootings are up in Los Angeles. Shootings are up in New York City. Subway slashings, like all, they're just so they're just doubling down. Because my thing, and I said it this morning in press, I was like, they're talking about how dangerous and how like something needs to be done. Trump's still like you guys are still in charge, and have been. But that's why they're do they're just focusing on like liberal cities because they can be like. Pfft. This is what happens, you guys. This is what's going to happen to the whole country. Like, this is why they're just, like, fucking hammering that in. Because it's, like, all these liberal, Democratic-run cities across the country. Crime's up. They're trying to defund the police. Uh, They're just, you know, all all this terrible stuff. And, look, I know we're not racist. This black guy agrees with us. (laughs) So we're going to have him talk now. It's 
they're stoking fear just across the board to be like if fucking what the second transition happens there's gonna be a thousand shootings in your small town of a thousand people it's cool yeah it's pretty cool well i assume none of the um, I assume none of the lawsuits went through just because, thankfully, I still follow <laughs> the person from whom I came out of, um, the vagina that bore me. I still follow her Instagram account, and I haven't seen anything like, fuck you, we knew we were right. So I that's yeah. how I kind of have been, t- like, I've been able to tell what's going on. I don't watch any of this shit, but, like, the idea, yeah, that's what is crazy to me. Like, even in the debates, when they like, I can't, that's why I can barely even talk to them. That's why I just let my mother be like, let's book you a flight. We talked about this in the group chat. Let's talk about it on the real show. In order to avoid a fight with my mother, who I, I love, I feel like it's a, it truly feels like a Darth Vader thing, I think, with people whose family members are like in the cult of Trump. She was like, you should fly out and see your family. Um, your grandparents are like really sick and frail and like you should really fly out for Christmas. And I was like, um, but I should just run through an airport licking everybody you see that has like a little bit of a sniffle. Right. Go see your elderly, very ill grandparents. Yes. With like autoimmune problems. She's like, this might be their last Christmas. And I'm like, well, if I come to visit, it will for sure be. Are we trying to lock that in? Do we have like family yeah, bets? That's. I was going to be like, yeah, that's what may- there might be some secret money you don't know about. I know you think they're poor. I th- <laughs> I'm thinking you might be wrong. And this is just your mom's play to be like, we got to make sure that, but I can't be anywhere near them just in case. Yeah. It's really, it's like, it, it was a weird thing. Cause I wanted to be like, I don't think it's safe, but then we were having a nice conversation and it didn't turn into a scream fight. And so she was like, yeah, book the flight. You can put on the, on the, uh, on the Amex. And I was like, okay, now I know they'll refund tickets like the day before. But so I like bought a flight just to be like, I don't, and I mean, who knows? And then it's just, the whole thing is fucked because if I go there, I can't be like, hey, when I land at the airport, I'd like to go find a place where I can get a rapid COVID test before I go hang out with my elderly grandparents and aunts and uncles they're gonna my mom's like yeah everyone's gonna be there it's gonna be like 20 people half of them are on their deathbed (laughs) yeah half of them are very (laughs) ill i don't think so but i the whole thing is like either way if i'm like well i feel like i should get a covid test or like i would wear a mask in the house that would turn into a you fucking commie slime ball you like i mean it's it's so fucking crazy and even what's sad is the people that like are in the trump cult this is what really makes me bummed out because it's people like my grandparents who are very poor, like below the poverty line, like living in a trailer. But they have like, and that's a lot of people that support him, which is crazy. When you watch these rallies, there's a lot of people that are just like, it's the, like the people living in trailers. It's like the tr- white trash kind of those people. But they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to rise up again like in the South. It's fucking crazy. It's really fun, too, when you hear that in Huntington Beach. <laughs> yeah, it's so like, wild. But see, it's hard because part of you, you go like, well, that seems like that's some, like, confederacy shit. So it's, like, hard to, it's just as weird because it's, like, hard to, like, feel badly for them because you're, like, I know a lot of that comes from maybe not, like, the best basic moral foundation. And then all these people now, they're, like, depressed. I was talking to my grandma, and she's, like, yeah, your grandfather's not doing well. He's, like, really sick, and he's, like, just so depressed. Be, you know, his health and then Trump lost. And I was, like, 
what? Who gets depressed about a presidential election except for when Trump won? Like, I understand. (laughs) It is fucking... I'm so tired of talking about him, but it is... It's it's crazy because this has never happened before where people are so... Everybody's always bummed if their guy loses. You know? Like, I get it. There's people... Like Preston's mom, her her dad, like I believe was like an elector, like voted for, like was one of the electoral votes for the state of. I swear to God. Oh wow! Like he was like huge in the Republican Party. Like that's why she grew up going to like crazy like state dinners and stuff for Republicans. Like she grew up a Republican, where it's like you're a Republican. This is like Republican, Republican, Republican. Um. But, like, nobody fucking, when their guy lost, it wasn't like, oh, I'm so depressed. I can't get out of bed. Like, the country's fucked. It was just like, okay, well, shit, we lost the, we lost the game, but we'll win next time, and we're just going to work on winning next time, and nothing really that bad's going to happen. These people, Trump's tweets are fucking crazy, which is like, I think with your mom— how they're not, she's not saying, like, told you. Instead, what they're doing is they're going, we know we're going to win. We are right. We will prevail. But there's no proof. I know. Because they can't be, like, told you. Because there's nothing to prove that they're right. But they're just refusing. It's, I mean, it is. It's like, it's like our simulate, simulation control man's brother. Where it's like, what a dream. To just fucking, like, yeah, of course you're happy all the time and everything's great because you're just like so fucking head in the sand. You're like, nope, I'm right, 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 nope, nope, no, you can't talk. I'm not gonna listen to you. Yeah. Oh, I wanna do that. It's so wild. Like, I remember I saw one clip, and speaking of, a shout out Jonathan, I talked to Jonathan the other night. Oh my God, I don't want to like spill his whole business, but his brother, I was like, what's going on with your brother? And he's just like, well, he's not going to Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan, come visit. Jonathan, yeah, come visit. Yeah, bring Annie. Annie, I'm just like, been chatting with my friends. Uh, It's real nice. This is using the podcast to be like, thanks for listening. Also, (laughs) coming out with us. Come visit, bring Annie. Um, It'd be great. But yeah, I talked to Jonathan the other night, and I just was like, "Oh my god, it's it's bananas." Where he's just like, "It's like we'll we," but that's I that's it's so politicized now that you look at like even something where they're like, "Well, let's all get a COVID test," because again, family members like if they want to do Thanksgiving together, the responsible thing to do is everybody get a test and then still keep your distance because the tests are not like a hundred percent whatever, and that seems normal. But these people that love Trump that are in that cult. The thought of getting a COVID test is just like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not getting a test to come hang out with you. You're a fucking Sherpson, and I'm not going to be sit at your cult table for Thanksgiving. It's like, what are you talking about? You're being the... But it's like, you can't even... You just have to be like, okay, whatever. I'm not arguing with a crazy well, person. <laughs> I mean, that's like for Thanksgiving. This... Because like... This... So, pressed. We're supposed to go over there on Thursday... For Thanksgiving, which you're invited, or we're not going to go. We still haven't 100% decided. Yeah. But this is where it's, like, Preston said, he was like, well, Wendy needs to get a test, like, before we see her. 
like she's feeling sick. She just traveled. And I'm like, totally. And also, you understand that. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, I just traveled. And on top of that, I don't feel great. So I need to get a test. And then you can come over and we'll spit in each other's mouths like we normally do. Right. When we're hanging out. But like on Thursday, so there's people traveling from out of state who we've never met before. And this isn't, I'm not making a judgment. I assume, I want to assume everybody's doing things the right and smart and safe way. But you don't know. Like if I've literally never met somebody before. And they're all like getting together for drinks the night before. And first of all, we, we have deliveries all fucking day. Like we have to split up and oh also listeners who ordered pies for me that live in the area, thank you. Um but I'll I'm dropping off to you last and I expect you to have booze. So cool, cool, cool. Um but he Preston's dad was like, Oh, are you guys gonna come over? And Preston wrote back and was like, Well, we have like delivery and he we probably aren't gonna make it. And he was like, Well, it'd be nice if you could get that done early and come by. And we're just like, okay, well, it's work and we're gonna see you Thursday. But, I mean, I'm, like, because it'd be one thing if we are just, like, hey, what's up? But, like, to sit in a house with a bunch of people all day? Yeah. I don't like that one bit. And you know what else? Here, and I get it. Everybody has their own way that they operate in life. I get it. It's crazy to me, like, when people say, wouldn't it be great if your parents just gave you money? Wouldn't it be great if you were had, like, a partner that just was like, I'll pay for your whole fucking life? And what's not great is what you just said, which is, like, and it's it may seem like nothing, but that makes my skin crawl because of, like, a couple guys that I dated, like, the sugar daddy stuff, where it's, like, when somebody funds your life and you're, like, oh, I'm working, they're, like, well, so fucking get it done early and come hang out with me. I bought your car. Yeah. That attitude of like, you don't need a job. I can pay for everything. So I want you here. So whatever your quote, your cute little job, you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, that heats that. uh, See, what I think is more, it's more than that. I think it's the COVID thing. Because I think his dad knows that we're like trying to be safe. And I already, I'm already anticipating I mean, I don't know, because here's the thing. Like, what will come up is, like, you guys are at markets every weekend and you're working. We're always in a mask. We're literally always in a mask. Like, the only time I've been out and not in a mask has been, like, if I'm sitting with you somewhere. Right. Like, when I went and got a drink with my friends a couple weeks ago, we wore our masks and then we sat at a table, a big-ass fucking picnic table on a patio, like, six feet away from each other and had a drink. Like, that's, that's not what it's going to be like. Right. When I go out with my friends, we sit outside, we wear a mask, we take our cocktails, and we dump them on our head. That's how safe I'm being. We put them in our butts. <laughs> right. Because that way we still get fucked up. Right. That's, we go out with masks, we go out for cocktails, we sit far away from each other, and then we get tampons, and we sit, and we just put a bunch of tampons, let them soak in our Mai Tais, and then when the tampons are full, we just shove them inside of wherever they fucking fit. And that's how you have a cocktail. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's actually kind That's of a, a great idea. Kinda. Bars, listen. Are you listening? <laughs> like, well, you know, so many people don't like the taste of alcohol. Right. Like, so now what? So you guys want to buy this lot? What do you plan to do on this property? You know, just stuff. We're just gonna hang out and do stuff. Like what? I don't know. Put my tight tampons in our buttholes. What are you worried? About? What are you gonna do? Fucking all- caught. Do you want? Do you want this money or not? That's <laughs> a bucket of rocks. That isn't money. <laughs> 
Okay, first of all, that wasn't the question. Um, so, do you want this money? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. yeah so- I don't. I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm very conflicted because I know that it's going to be like a big. Th- I know we're going to end up going over there, and of course, you're more than welcome to come, which I would actually really like. Uh, but it's not. It's going to be weird. Yeah. Well. Here's the, so here's, I want to get a COVID test because I, because I want to like hang out and I looked around. So I was like, oh, no, I'm not, and again, not whatever, not like New York, but in New York, there are like many places where you can go walk into a place and you can get any kind of test, rapid, 72 hour one, whatever. So I was like, it's probably the same here. And it's not. So yesterday I was like, well, the, where you guys went, I was like, well, I'll just go later in the day because I did not feel. You I can't. I told you can't. You have to get there at six in the morning. Well, but I thought that was only for the rapid test. Uh-uh. I assumed they, that that was for the rapid test, and they were like, you can come in later for, like, the three-day one. I didn't realize they only had that one type of test available because the places in New York, people would line up for the rapid test, but then you could be like, well, I just want the regular one in three days, and that would be like, okay, well, that's throughout the day. You can make an appointment for that. That's how they were doing it all the places in my neighborhood in New York. So I assumed it was kind of the same here. So all the places, I was like, oh, it's easy because it's, like, easy to do there. And so I went, and I was like... Oh, there's, like, not a lot of options here um, for testing. And, uh, yeah, and I just was, like, because yesterday, I was going to go yesterday, but I woke up, and I still, today, it's my throat a little bit, but I'm not to sound like a fucking nerd, but part of me was, like, well, I traveled, and also, get ready, <laughs> um, get ready for this to be the, the uncool mom section. I realize I eat, like, pretty healthy since I live here. Because I don't go out very much. There's like nothing. They're not. It's not like a good cheese place on my corner. Oh, and you ate out in New York. Well, I mostly ate like I don't think I had. I maybe had like one serving of vegetables every day there. So I was eating like bread and cheese, and I was out and about in the city, which is like a germy place. It's in general, even though I had a mask on, it's just a germy place. So I was like eating kind of garbage there, and I drank like two of the nights that I was there and it sounds really fucking lame and I smoked more cigarettes than I normally smoke and I was up later than I normally am. Again, this is all very lame because it was still like a very tame. It's like, why do you think it's like, because I had like three drinks and a grilled cheese sandwich and I stayed up past 10 p.m. I was going to be like, I was up till 11.15 one night. So I'm pretty sure I have COVID. Yeah, well, that's the thing because I'm like, I feel kind of shitty. And then I was like... But then yesterday, a day, I'm like, just don't eat a bunch of bread and cheese. Don't smoke cigarettes all day. Like, just relax. And then I felt better. Like, I feel better today. I'm still going to get a test because I don't want to fucking risk it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I want to eat a pot. Like, I was like, well, I could not get a test. And I'm like, well, it might be cold. I was like, I'll fully sit in your backyard and just, like, FaceTime you. (laughs) I want that goat cheese pie. (laughs) Oh, well, no. Yeah, you'll get a test and then we'll hang out. But it is, it's... I th- that's the th- with the COVID testing where it's like, and it's because it's this like weird political thing. Cause like telling you like, yeah, you need to get tested before you come over. It's like, yeah, of course. And you're not like offended <laughs> or, or angry. Do you know what I'm saying? And then there's other people where if it's like, we don't feel comfortable, like we just want to make like, make sure everybody's been like tested recently. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Then don't come over. Like, that's what I'm concerned about. Well, it's the same. And I was going to say, like, what's so great about, like, even, like, with you and Preston is because I know that you guys also know that, like, 
hey, even if I was feeling super great, I was going to get a test anyway because I could be completely asymptomatic. Like, even if I came back and I was like, I feel amazing, my plan was exactly. already... My plan was already to get a test because just to be indoors with you guys, it's like, that seems like a fucked up thing to do. So it's like a personal responsibility thing. And Exactly. We yeah. got tested because we were kind of exposed i mean a guy that we barely see and never within 10 feet really we saw for two minutes and then he tested positive so we went and got tested we felt fine we felt fine the whole time yeah but it's like you still have to go it's just like a moral responsibility thing Mm -hmm. to be like okay well i was at a place where like people have tested positive or i came into contact with the person who tested positive or just traveled so I was around a bunch of people that I've never seen before, will never see again, know nothing about them, don't know where they've been. So I'm going to do the responsible thing and get tested. It's like if you're going to fuck somebody without a condom, <laughs> make sure you don't have AIDS. Correct. Because you're going to fuck bu- both of us, me and Preston. And if you come over to <laughs> the whole family, you're fucking right. everybody. Look, here's the thing. Thanksgiving, there aren't as many people. Which seems like a bummer, but it's, you know, it's, it's not enough people to have a big feast, but it's just the right amount for an orgy. So you want like 10 to 12 people for an orgy because everybody has a partner. It's not too much. It's not overwhelming, but it's enough like variety. You know, like that's really a solid number, especially for a family orgy, you know? Oh, yeah. You want to keep that small. Right. Tighten it. <laughs> so, yeah, we hope that all of your small family orgies are going to be nice <laughs> yeah. this Thanksgiving. <laughs> Nobody eats. Everyone's like, "Oh no, I don't want to. I don't look fat for this orgy." I, I can't. I one of my favorite, my favorite, most fond memory memories. I'm really. I'm putting M's. You're just putting B's all over the place. I got B's. Video like you're. Yeah. Bi- What's wrong with me? I I've never I'm into it. done this. I'm before. not gonna lie. Yeah, a video, a memory. <laughs> You've never <laughs> done what before? Misspoke. Callers call it. Hold on. Wait a minute. I ah, somebody if somebody could break down the sentence structure, I'm putting B's everywhere. You're just like, I'm gonna mix up a couple of tenses. I we don't give yeah. a shit. Who gives a shit? Again, callers call it. Yeah. This bitch is dropping B's. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah, like, this is fun. We're both like, we feel great. You're like, I feel jacked up. I feel great. I'm like, I feel healthy. Probably people listening. I bet it doesn't actually sound like English. It's probably what this episode sounds like to people listening. It's probably like when babies talk to each other and they're having a full conversation and they like, you're like, they understand each other. But it's like twins. It's like twins that have their own language. Like we 100% can understand everything we're saying and other people are like, this is just gibberish for an hour. <laughs> All they hear is like da ba da ba ba da, and we're like, "What the Paula?" Ba ba ba. They're just hearing bees. Paula Abdul. What? Yeah. How does babies feel about Paula Abdul? Oh. Oh God. Oh my God. Oh, but I, one of my favorite <laughs> memories. <laughs> Really nailed that. I had to put all my mental energy. Yeah, it was really, yeah. Wendy, like, had to, like, stand up straight, take a breath. So get ready for the best of this, Bori, because I fucking nailed memories. Everything else doesn't matter. Is off the bales. I like to just throw a B in and you pick your word. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Did you say bail? Yeah. 
I was trying to say off the rails. I'm trying to throw bees in, but I really I oh I I, I, I follow. Yeah, off the bales. Because <laughs> that's confusing. Because like that, it's like a bale of hay. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about bale. I should probably bail on this bit. And thank you. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Guys, we're we've cut the episode already. <laughs> Talk about those are two bees we can get behind. Bail on this bit. Um, <laughs> uh, but I remember I was working this sex party. It was the first time I'd ever been there, and it was a bunch of chicks. And it was like an hour and a half before the party started, and the guy was like, "All right, you guys like go down on each other." And I was like, "Okay." It was like I was like, "This is great." Um, and it was, there was, before alcohol, there was no alcohol, there was no cocaine. We get there, he's like, alcohol and drugs will be here later. If you guys just want to, like, hang out, maybe go down each other. And we were like, okay, I guess. And we all, like, took showers and whatever. And we're like, okay, so we're, like, going down each other. And then he's like, um, so. <laughs> what is, how sexy. Yeah. I gotta, hey, uh, I gotta do some logistical stuff, you guys. So if you just want to, like, clean your disgusting whore bodies, uh, <laughs> and then just, I don't know, go down on each other. What do you whores like to do when you're not high <laughs> and drunk? I guess eat each other's pussies. <laughs> and so we're like, okay. And it's good to like get to know your coworkers. You know, you're like, who's on the totally. shift? And so we're mostly just like, we mostly, so we're like, hang out and talk to each other. And then he's like, all right, whenever you guys are ready, I made dinner. And he, I, he was like a bolognese sauce with pasta. He had this like three course Italian dinner. He's this Italian guy. And he was like, um, so if you, the party's going to start in like an hour, but if you guys want to eat and he starts dishing out these huge bowls of like pasta with meat sauce and like a nice leafy green salad. And I was like, you know what we're here for, right? That's incredible. This is not the we're not gonna like run a marathon and then take naps. That's not Did what everyone is. eat? No, we took like two bites of food. Well, a couple of the girls they were like soup, we were like, oh, we're hungry, and you just forget because we were all hanging out and just we were like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be fun. It's nice to meet you, and like um just <laughs> kind of bullshitting. And then we took like two bites. I was I don't think I'd eaten all day because most of us had like starved ourselves all day because we're gonna be get, you know taking laxatives because you're gonna be getting you don't know what's going where you know um, two steps forward two steps back up in that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, <laughs> you don't know what's going on. And so a lot of us were really hungry. So out of you're like oh we've all starved ourselves and taken laxatives all day. So you're like, yeah. And so we take two bites of food. And then I remember stopping like two bites in. And I'm like, you know what? Can I get this like to go for later? To go? <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're not hungry. I go, I am. But I just feel like this doesn't, this doesn't seem like the wise decision, uh, like the smartest thing to put in my body before I might be taking multiple dicks just in entry and exit ways of my like general organs. <laughs> so I feel like I should probably keep my what stomach. What did he say? Like, did he get it? Yeah, he was like, well, here's the thing. And he was like, <laughs> I remember he stopped. He goes, oh, yeah, <laughs> I never thought about that. It's pretty funny. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not, <laughs> it's not, I'm not trying to like, this is not a joke. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it would make more sense if like afterwards. Correct. He was like, surprise. And was just, like, a whole bunch of Italian. Then I've been like, fuck, yes. Right. But I love, like, okay, party starts in about 30. Uh, I got a pound and a half of pasta for each of you. Go for it. <laughs> Do you guys want a carb load? <laughs> With, like, a nice acidic tomato sauce, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, and but then, I will say, yeah. I could go for some spaghetti and meatballs right about now. That, that sounds sound, delicious. That's nice. Yeah, we're going to fill your body with acidic Italian food and carbs, and then we're going to jam both exit ways. So it's like the goal for the pasta is to find a way out. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. It's just like the Haunted Mansion. Right. Your body is the Haunted Mansion. Right. That's. I mean, that seems like a recipe for disaster. Like, we're going to put all this stuff in your stomach, and then instead of being able to release gas and pressure throughout the night, we're going to plug up the holes and just jostle your body around for hours. It's like, that's not, that's going to be like that Alka-Seltzer thing where you put Alka-Seltzer in like a soda and you put the lid on it and shake it up and it explodes or whatever that like science experiment is. Uh, Mentos? Is it Mentos? Yes. I thought it was Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> No, it's Mentos. I mean, you probably do with Alka-Seltzer, too, but that's, yeah, it's supposed to be Mentos. Right? Callers call in. Yeah, let us know. Clickety-clack. Clickety-clack. Mentos Coke. Mentos Coke Rocket. Which Coke is best for Coke and Mentos? Diet Coke. Okay, a Mentos Coke Rocket? Oh, that sounds like... Does fruit Mentos work? Ah. Why does, here we go. Why does Coke react with Mentos? As the Mentos candy sinks in the bottle, the candy causes the production of more and more carbon dioxide bubbles. And the rising bubbles react with carbon dioxide that is still dissolved in the soda to cause more carbon dioxide to be freed and create even more bubbles. I feel like I just read the same three words six different times, right? You did. You just said carbon dioxide and bubbles a lot. Well, to be fair, you are reading something. They're, they're, they're writing it for their specific audience. So they're like, what kind of person is going to Google, not like science experiment for kids, someone that's going to go into Google search and write Mentos and Coke, not Coca-Cola. I didn't even use the word and. I just wrote Mentos Coke. Okay. Makes even more sense. So they... <laughs> Yeah, Mentos Coke, they're like, okay, so this person, they've got, I would say, a moderate grasp on the English language. They didn't say soda or Coca-Cola. They said, so we don't know what the fuck they're trying to make. A nice minty cocaine. Right. <laughs> right, it's the Newport of drugs. So we don't, so they're just like, um, I guess just let them know it's dangerous. So we'll put the name of a chemical and then... Just keep writing bubbles. Yeah, just keep writing bubbles. I probably very scared of bubbles. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna lay down like a Roman. Oh my God, yeah, I'm excited. The COVID doesn't seem to be backward. This sounds dumb, but I'm like excited to go stand in line and get a test. I'm mostly just because I know it's gonna be negative, but I want to get it just to have it. Um, yeah, I mean that was ours. We knew ours was gonna be negative, but it's still like you have to know. Yeah, especially... It's a fun way to spend $100, too. It's really fun. Well, especially when you're not... I mean, you're not going out drinking. You can't really go out to restaurants or anything fun. So I what I would love to throw this $100 away. <laughs> it will honestly make... That'll pro, that actually will be good because I'm like, this will be like the old days. You know what I mean? I'm up before the sun. It's dark. I'm tired and disoriented. And I'm just standing in line shivering like... Someone's going to stick something up your nose. Exactly. I'm going to give someone $100 and I'm going to jam something up my nose. Like, Ugh. So that's... I'm trying to look at it in that light and be like, this is going to be fun. This is going to be like the good oh, old it's gonna days. it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a really fun way to spend 
I think honestly, you should just get there at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I, and so you're like first because that was we were twentieth in line. We got there at like like a little before seven. They opened at eight, and we didn't that day. We were we didn't get home till eleven forty five. Yeah. So you should for because if you're if you're in the first, they've got like four or five rooms in the back. So if you're like in the first group of people, you immediately go back and you're done. Yeah. You know what I might do, bro? If you want to do it with me, I'm going to just fucking stay up all night. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we, we were just talking about how much I'm loving these 15-hour sleeps I'm getting. Yeah. I'm, you know these not-at-all depression-induced <laughs> nights of sleep. Yeah, if there was cool shit to do, you know what I mean? I'd stay up all night and just, like, get fucked up and go to a diner and then, like, stumble into a COVID line. Oh, that would be great. I'm nauseous thinking about that. That makes me feel sick to think There about. is a diner, like, right across the street. I am all set. From the from the urgent care. Yeah, well, I think tomorrow, so I looked at the weather tomorrow. It's supposed to be rainy, and I'm like, that actually might be good because, like, when I voted, people were like, there are lines for voting, but I went to vote in the middle of a fucking thunderstorm, and there's nobody there. So I'm going to yes. go outside and wait in a thunderstorm. Wait, I was laughing because yesterday I was going to get up early, but I woke up and I was like, I feel ill. Like, I do not feel well. And I was like, I don't think it would behoove me to go stand outside in 40 degree weather and shiver for two hours to go in and get a test. I'm like, I just, I well, would that's rather. that's what I said. It's like, it couldn't be worse. <laughs> Like, it is like you think you might be sick. I know. Go stand in line with a bunch of strangers in 30 degree weather outside for three to five hours. Yeah. And that's like, I'm well, sure I'm you'll not, be fine. And then that, that's the, my thought is like, well, let me wait till I'm feeling well enough to go stand in line. It's like, and then by that time, you don't. It might not be detectable or it's out of your system. And so it's like, that's, I mean, I think the best thing is just like stay the fuck inside for two weeks after you go anywhere and just stay away from everybody. That's the best thing. Um, But it's Thanksgiving and I want to, I'm trying to fuck Preston's family members. Well, that's the thing. Everybody's getting tests right now, especially so they can still do like Thanksgiving shit. Right. They've been talking about that on the, and like, it's a thing here. Like I know people. Where their mom's like, I want you to come over and all your brothers and sisters, but you all have to get tested first. So people are getting tested so they can go around other people. Which, I mean, I guess is good that you're getting tested, but then kind of negates it. Because all you need is one person to be like, yeah, 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 I got tested. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking with my buddy last night. Um who also it's very interesting i've like connected just with the youtube series i haven't like just i was like oh, i'm answering sugar daddy questions but just i started to be like more open because we joke about doing sex work and stuff but like to be talking about it in like a more serious way connecting with people in sex work which is really interesting i was talking to this um, dude last night and we were laughing about all the covid testing stuff because he's like for us it's not a big deal because we're like we're so used to it. it's like yeah you don't do anything until you get tested and you make sure like if you're going to do something like people show up with paperwork people that are in that lifestyle even just like people that are poly you show up to a thing and you're like here's my paperwork and nobody's weird about it but it was just funny we were talking we're like it's funny to watch like 
people that like most people are not sex workers. Everyone's losing their mind about getting tested, but it's like sex workers are probably the most safe people right now with COVID stuff. Cause we're like, this is how we operate. It's like, you have to get tested and you have to like, before you do anything without, it's like, we can do the craziest shit in the world, you know? But like, show me. But I think that's what it is. I think that's, it's people that aren't used to that outside of just the, this becoming so political, which I think has more to do with it than anything, uh, is people be, yeah, people aren't used to that. So you're like, you need to get tested. It's like, Oh, you think I'm sick? Oh, you think I, you think I have something like you think I'm dirty. You think I'm gross. I think that's the mentality. Correct. Is people are like, fuck you. Like, Oh, you, you want me to get tested before we have sex? Because you think that I'm like some disgusting whore that's got herpes and AIDS and whatever. And I think that's what people are doing with COVID where you're like, Hey, totally want you to come over, but can you like, you just traveled or whatever. Can you please get tested before you come over? People are like, are you fucking, Oh, you think I'm like some gross idiot. Mm-hmm. You think I'm sick. I'm diseased. I don't want to come to your house anyways. Right. It's really, it's just, it's so strange to me. Cause it's like, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. But people are like, no, fuck you. You know what? I don't want to come over to your house in the first place. I don't want to fuck you anyways. Cause you think I'm gross. I don't want to fuck your family anyways. Yeah. I don't want to eat your turkey. I don't want to eat your turkey just because you think I fucking don't know how to wash my hands or not touch my own asshole or rub my own shit in my face or whatever you people think I'm doing. <laughs> how do you get COVID? <laughs> Is that how you get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't think any of those ways. You're the safest person I know. If they're just like, you're like, is this how I'm just eating your own feces? Like, is this, am I going to get it? Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's such a weird and not to get back, but the, the everybody on the planet, specifically in the United States of America, should read the four agreements. And just, I mean, you just can skim it. And one of the big ones is don't take shit personally. And that's like, you can apply that to everything. You know what I mean? So like if somebody, you see someone and they're like at the store and like they're, and you're bumping to them and they're like, hey, you fucking asshole. And you're like, whoa. And then you're like, it's like, that has nothing. When someone's being shitty to you, that has almost nothing to do with you. That has to do like with like, they have shit going on. It's like, don't be mad back at them because it causes a weird reaction. And like, that's kind of the basic rule. But specifically with the testing, this is like a great example of like, if someone's like get tested, or says, like, I don't want to come over until I get tested. It's like, why, how are you mad? That has literally, don't, it has not personal against anyone. It's just, like, a safety precaution. But people get so fucking butthurt, which is why everyone and their mother has HPV. Because people yeah. want, you know what I mean? People are so worried about, they're just, like, they don't want to, I don't want to ask them to get tested because I don't want them to make make them feel weird and, and, you know, like, well, I want them to still like me and I don't want them to think I'm being a bitch. And so I just want to, like, seem cool so we can just do it. It's like, no, be like, hey, do this. And if they're like, no, then it's like, OK, great. Then guess what? We're not fucking. Yeah, exactly. It's wild. People are like, I mean, it is. It's it. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I at this same time, I understand that that's what it is. Like, I think it's silly. Mm hmm. For someone to feel that way or think that. But I understand that lots of people do. Oh, yeah. That's most people. That's kind of like the human condition, I think, is most people are we're so attached to, like, our egos that when somebody says, like, 
anything to us or about us or about anything, we take it personally, right? So, like, you take it as, like, well, what does that have to do? It's like, it has nothing to do with you. It mostly, most of the stuff that comes out of us and our bodies has to do with ourselves. You know what I mean? It's like, that's, I know for me, if ever I'm, like, being an asshole, it's not because someone did something. It's because I'm in a shitty mood. Because when I'm in a great mood, somebody could, like, drive into my car and I'd be like, it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm like, I also like in this scenario, you have a car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, rem- <laughs> I'm remembering when I was in, um, when I worked at Whole Foods, I remember I was like in a great mood. I remember at that point in my life, I was in a great mood. I was having a great day. And this woman T-boned my car. And I remember being like, oh, well, it can be fixed. I'll just go to work. I was just, I remember I was dating someone new and I was like in love and I had all those horses. Like, I know like that for me was an example of like, oh, so if I'm in a good mood, I'm generally will just like be friendly to people. But if I feel shitty and I'm in a bad mood, I'm going to be a fucking cunt to everyone and I'm going to yell about it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, but once you realize that, like, but most people don't and you forget it a lot of times, like every five minutes of every day and someone will say something or something happens and I'm like, oh, I can't believe it. And it's like, that's not personal. It's not personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but it is just every, I mean, everything's personal because everything's about you. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the mentality. It's like, well, no, like, because I'm the most important person in the world to me. So if someone's shitty to me, it's on me. They're being shitty because they're fucking, for whatever reason, I did something wrong. Because it's like when you, if you don't talk to somebody for a while and you're like, oh, they must not like me anymore or whatever. And it's like, or they're busy. And that you're thinking about them. Maybe you call them. Like, my mom was really guilty of that. Where if somebody should be like, oh, well, they just don't like me anymore or whatever. So I'm not going to be like, well, why don't you call them? Yeah. Because maybe they're saying the same thing. <laughs> like, they're probably like, oh, she hates me now because she hasn't called me. When it's like, oh, or maybe you're just both really busy. Right. And, like, things have happened. And one of you is going to reach out to the other person. And it's be like, oh, everything. Yeah. Sorry. I've just been so busy. I've been thinking about you like crazy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're both idiots and it's not all about me. Right. That person wasn't calling me because they hate me and are trying to ruin my life. It's just they're kind of busy. Right. Just doing other shit or like whatever. You know what I mean? Like even Jonathan and I, like we text, we don't like when we lived in the same city, we talked, you know, and like hung out a lot. And then as we got older and things like that, we text back and forth. And we don't talk on the phone very often, but the other day, like, he just texted me something from, like, elementary school, and we got on the phone, and we weren't, I didn't get on the phone, and we were both like, how come you never fucking call? We were like, why be mad about that? It's like, okay. But you should do that next time. Yeah, but it's like, okay, so we'll just get on the phone and just be like, hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, and that, I, the COVID thing is, like, such a magnifier and, like, a reminder to me where I'm like, I cannot take shit personally. Like, I can't be mad, like, even when I was in New York. You know, when you go to a show, like I walked into a show and it just, it's just different now. I walk in and I see my friends, like the door guy, the managers at um, New York Comedy Club. And out of habit, we see each other with the mask and you want to hug, but you're like, we can't. And yeah, it's not personal, but we're so used to having that connection that it's like, we just saw each other. And it's like this sad feeling of like. You know, instead of normally I would run up and see Ozzy and give him a big hug. I remember I walked in and he's like, Miss Starling. And I was like, Ozzy. And I went to hug him and we both stopped. And he just pulled a temperature gun up and like pointed a yeah. gun to my forehead. And I was like, oh, this is how we hug now. Yeah. I was just like, this is, it's just, a, you just have to get used to it where you have to be like, it's a really good practice, I think, 
for me at least, to practice like, because you, your instinct is to be like, why didn't you hug me? It's like almost immediate. Like, why are we not like seeing each other? Why are we not close? It's like, oh, because we physically can't be. Like, so to just be like, that's a good reminder for like everything else in life when like, you know, you go to give someone a hug and they put a gun to your head. You'd be like, bitch, it's not, this is not about you. <laughs> when you go to. You gotta give your you gotta give your best friend a hug. You're like, I haven't seen you in years, and they just And they pull a gun, stick it to your head. Hey Josh, cut this out. Just the part where Wendy said it's normal if you go to give someone a hug and they pull a gun. Don't make sure you don't reference temperature gun. Just any old gun. Right. Any old gun'll do. Like I thought I was gonna get a hug. They're just like, all right, gun to your head. Uh, hands up, hands up. Jesus Christ, hands up. Two steps forward. Two, Two steps, steps back. back. We come.